Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 23rd episode of ABC Islam and our 20th episode of our very exciting season Ramadan Ready. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is about making most out of Laylatul Qadr since we're in the last about 9 to 10 days of Ramadan right now and we wanted to talk about this very very significant um, event in our lives and in the year. So we're going to hopefully be answering the questions about what is Laylatul Qadr, some signs that it is actually the night of Laylatul Qadr, and hopefully also some uh, tips or top 10 advices on how to make the most out of Laylatul Qadr. So over here, I'm my Muslim sister. So how is your 20th Ramadan going? Alhamdulillah, it has been amazing, but I think that the Ramadan has gone so quick. It feels like it has been just 10 days, as you told me, just before starting. Yes, I know. It's just been so quick and I feel like that might show that we've been staying busy and we hope that inshallah your Ramadans have been quite productive as well. But if not, then this is the time for you to start pushing up a notch and trying to get more productive, especially for the last 10 nights and throughout the rest of the year. But today we're actually going to be talking about Laylatul Qadr. But if you'd like to know more about us, please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below. But first of all, we're going to be starting off with the first question in case maybe some of you guys are non-Muslims. Why not? So we want to actually know what is Laylatul Qadr? So Laylatul Qadr is basically the night of decree or power or the basically the night when the Quran came down and it was revealed to every for every single Muslim to be passed on and to be actually guided from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is a very very important night that it can happen in any of the last 10 days it can happen in an odd night even night but it's preferred to say that you know the sheikhs say that it could be on any of the odd nights but I think that it's just in all 10 nights and and what about you? Um, definitely. And it is specifically the night where the Quran came down. So that is also very significant. Um, so I think that Laylatul Qadr is definitely very, very significant because it is better than a thousand months. And this is even announced in Surah Al-Qadr in the Quran, where it says that any acts of worship that you do is better than a thousand months. And it's like you doing it more than a thousand months. And a thousand months is actually about 83 years and four months or even more than that. So um, that is definitely you can even get your calculators out and you know calculate it for yourself but it is definitely about like 83 years or so approximately and if you think about it if you actually um, do your acts of worship on the day of Laylatul Qadr and you do it for 10 years straight like you know you obviously don't know for certain when the day is but if you actually end up worshipping and really focusing on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on Laylatul Qadr for 10 years that is like 830 years of worship um, approximately so that is just amazing that is like so many years and yeah I think that's just amazing um, and also I've feel like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this blessing and we should be taking advantage of this um, and alhamdulillah that we have such an amazing uh, time but I also wanted to actually share some signs of Laylatul Qadr um, because some of you guys might want to know like how do I know exactly when it's Laylatul Qadr and again we said that there isn't actually a certain way of knowing that it's Laylatul Qadr but there are some signs that you can follow to see that it might be Laylatul Qadr 
So the first sign is that, uh, well, you have to understand that Laylatul Qadr actually starts from Maghrib. So from that night, Maghrib all the way to Fajr, which is obviously uh, when it ends. And that clearly shows that Laylatul Qadr is only for a few hours. It's not like 24 hours. You, you only get it for a few hours. So that is why you should try to kind of involve in many acts of worship at that time. And the signs are that in the night it is not too hot and not too cold. So that is definitely a very, very good sign. Also, your heart will feel your heart will feel very content and calm on that night specifically and you might even start feeling more grateful for everything you have or you might just feel like you want to involve in more acts of worship and also I feel that the next day there will be no rain um, even though a rain is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes the next day there will be no rain and also the sun will come out very very nicely just like how the moon comes out like very explicitly the sun will also come out and it will be shining a lot and that is a very, very good sign that it has been Laylatul Qadr the night before. So those are the signs that I have uh, upon my research. That is what I've done. And yeah. I think one of them was also like that the temperature of would be very like not too hot, not too cold or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's, I think I remember once upon a time, I think it was two, or three years ago, it was a Ramadan day and the temperature was perfect and in that time i didn't know that it was laylatul qadr that could be a sign of laylatul qadr but i clearly remember right now that that day was amazing you just wanted to sleep literally because the temperature was so good like it was hot and cold like balanced proper uh, yeah i think i think i should have realized back then that that could have been a laylatul qadr day but anyway we are going to move on now to the tips on how to make the most out of laylatul qadr because we know that it is most important 10 days of ramadan even if you mess up the last 20 days it does not matter these 10 days could even potentially take you to jannah because of what you do so what are your tips well, um, obviously, Laylatul Qadr, as I said, we should be taking advantage of this because this is a very, very significant night. And especially for the last nine to 10 days, we should really, really be trying hard to uh, work hard and involve in acts of worship if we can. So the first tip that I would give in order to actually make the most out of Laylatul Qadr is to actually change around your acts of worship. So basically, if you are, for example, reading the Quran for five hours straight in Laylatul Qadr night, you are eventually going to feel very tired you're going to you might feel quite overwhelmed and you're just going to feel like to go to sleep which obviously you don't want to do you want to try to make sure you stay awake as best as you can and do acts of worship so it is better to actually change around um and what this means is that, for example, instead of doing five hours of Quran straight or five hours of praying straight, you should try to maybe do 15 minutes of Quran and then 15 minutes of istighfar and then 15 minutes of dhikr and then maybe 15 minutes of praying and then go back to Quran. So basically have um, a sort of like an outline of what you want to do. And my tip in order to make sure that you are changing around is maybe set yourself timers. Maybe try not to have your phone too near you, but maybe like if you have a separate timer at home because... Um, um, it, you know, that could be helpful and you could actually set yourself maybe 15 minutes. Okay, for these 15 minutes, I'm going to read the Quran. And as an example, you can do that. And in order to make sure you are changing around, you could also just create a brief outline or plan um, and maybe have a list next to you of like what you're going to do. So you can make like a list of acts of worship and you can just follow that. And by changing around, you will definitely feel like you're being involved in different acts of worship and you're going to get tired um, less quickly. 
I think that that tip is so important and we actually have emphasized that before Ramadan as well when we want to like accomplish our goals we should write them down what we want to achieve in Ramadan and planning is definitely the way to success but my first tip that I would give to make the most out of Laylatul Qadr is definitely to seek forgiveness from Allah by doing istighfar consistently every single night and that can be again for 15 minutes 30 minutes whatever it is and whatever words and all praise of words that you want to say to Allah it could be subhanallah alhamdulillah la ilaha illallah it could be any type that you want to do because I believe that whatever you say to praise Allah Allah loves it and he's happy about it so I think that seeking forgiveness because we don't know what sins we have committed in the past that you know may have hurt somebody or you know that you didn't seek forgiveness from and that could be one way that you know your whole Ramadan could be deleted off or completely from your book. So I think that seeking forgiveness for the smallest of the things and for the biggest of the sins, I think these 10 nights are essential for you to get that done. And what's your second tip? Um, I definitely, before I go on to the second tip, I definitely agree with your points, obviously. And I also wanted to say that, you know, for example, um, even if you say like the smallest things like Astaghfirullah, like it could be like a tree in Jannah getting built for you every single time you say it. Or it could be, you could be getting one big treasure box um, every single time you say one of those words. Imagine if you say it like 100 times, let's say, La ilaha illallah. Like imagine that could make so many rewards for you for the hereafter, inshallah. Allah for all of us um, so my second tip in order to make the most out of Laylatul Qadr is to actually try to do it privately so I know that right now we're probably all quarantining uh, well we are quarantining so if that's the case for you which I'm pretty sure it is then you can actually try to do it privately um, and you know you can't really do it to calf by going to the mosque so instead you can try to do it at home by actually um, going into a certain corner of a room or just assigning one room where you'll try to to do all your acts of worship and I know that's not always possible for everyone but if you can just do that that will be really easy for easier for you and also by doing that that also means that you try to have little interaction with your family members obviously go and tell them that you are going to be doing these acts of worship beforehand um and then, and then you can just try your best to stay in one place and do all your acts of worship. And also, if you do it privately and you don't show it to anyone, you're trying to keep your intentions more pure and sincere because you're not obviously showing off. And if you don't show off, then you have a bigger chance or likelihood that you are gaining the rewards and you're doing it only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So just try to go in one corner of the room, do it privately and keep your intentions pure and sincere. I think that tip is very important because sincerity is a key to success as well because if you do things that are only for the sake of Allah you're definitely going to get the reward um, if he pleases so but my second tip is definitely if you want to keep your um, you know istighfar going and you're reading your Quran going on very nicely and smoothly the most important thing to do that is to make sure they have a distraction free place that you're doing all these things so definitely not in front of a TV or having your phone aside you or um, your laptop playing on a YouTube video or something like that. Um, I definitely think that could be very um, counterproductive. 
because removing distractions essentially means you're going to be thinking about Allah more and if you think about Allah more then your concentration is getting higher and if your concentration is higher then your reward is getting more accepted and more stronger in, in the eyes of Allah and definitely remove your distractions it could be and you don't have to you don't have to have a phone next to you all the time uh, for you know counting the numbers or like you know um, for the minutes because my sister has suggested that you can maybe get a timer with a clock that you know you can just pause and stop start and everything like I think that's more than enough to do that but that would be my second tip and what's your third one um, so yeah, before I go into the third tip again, yes, you can definitely get a clock as well, like just a normal clock and don't always be looking at the clock, but maybe every so often you can just look at the clock and be like, okay, now it's been 20 minutes. Now it's time to go and pray as an example. Um, so yeah, definitely having that is really, really good, but yeah. Okay. So the third tip that I would say in order to make the most out of Laylatul Qadr is that when you do pray, uh, there is actually a specific prayer called uh, Salatul Tasbih, I believe, and you can actually go and research about that because we don't want to go into too much detail. But um, it is actually a specific prayer where you're kind of doing Tasbih while you're praying. But there is obviously rules that you have to go and look out for. You can't just do Tasbih. So definitely go and check it out if you want to do Salatul Tasbih. It is actually a very good prayer to do in Laylatul Qadr. But I personally believe that when you are praying, try to, uh, before you actually even start Laylatul Qadr or anything like that during the daytime, you could actually go and uh, research some longer surahs that you can actually uh, memorize. Obviously, some of you might already have memorized longer surahs, but try to kind of understand the meaning of it, whether it's precisely word by word or the general meaning. And after knowing the meaning or translation of the surahs and memorizing the surahs in Arabic as well, do try to recite the longer surahs in your prayers because the reason why is because obviously the more longer you're taking in your salah your concentration might increase and also you're just get, gaining more rewards for yourself so try to stick to the longer surahs for your prayers um, and try to also know the meaning because if you know the meaning then you will be more connected to what you're saying and you know exactly what you're saying so that'll be my tip try to recite the longer surahs and try to know the translation as well um, so yeah that's my tip I think translation is very important because some of us can just blabber and blabber all the surahs and then we don't know what we're saying and then we don't feel connected at all. So I think the translation is very important when we're saying any kind of duas or any kind of surahs when we're reciting it during prayer or even while we're istighfaring. And yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I think that that's very, very important. But my third tip will be something that not everybody can do. I realize that. But even if, it's, uh, even if you can do it, and I, I'm sure you can, but Allah will see your efforts because efforts is more important than results according to Allah. So I think that giving some kind of charity every single night, that could be one pound, two pound, five pound. Some of us can actually afford 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it is your budget and you want to give every single night out. Um to to any kind of charity organization or it could be in your local masjid, but obviously you can't go there right now. But we can see maybe some some of us can um look on the television and see like you know those charity people are raising money and stuff we can do that as well so definitely i would suggest maybe giving out some kind of money from your pocket with um that could be one pound two pound as i said before um in that way that can act as your sadaqah jariya because if you're giving money for a masjid or for an orphan or any kind of like that then definitely you're gonna get the reward for it inshallah because you're doing it for the sake of allah and um you're definitely gonna get the reward hopefully and that will be my third tip. What about yours? 
Um, so now I'm going to be going on to my fourth tip and this is actually um, going to be about du'as. So obviously, as I've said before, um, in my first tip, I did say that you should try to change around and you should basically try to do like different acts of worship and make sure you're alternating so that you don't get tired or you don't eventually get bored of doing the same thing again and again. So my tip is that you should actually, according to du'as, try to actually memorize maybe two to three du'as for Laylatul Qadr or however much your brain can take, to be honest. Um, it's your choice. But I personally think that you should try to memorize a few du'as. I feel like some people might even recommend memorizing short du'as every single night. But if you feel like you can't memorize that many du'as, it's your choice how many du'as you want to memorize. But try to keep them in your long-term memory so you can actually use those du'as uh, for the rest of the year and basically for your lifetime so if you try to memorize those du'as uh, you could put it in index cards basically flash cards and you could be reviewing them um, it, whether it's even one or two du'as you can just make sure you're memorizing going through them regularly and then obviously in the night when it could be Laylatul Qadr you're obviously going through those du'as and repeating it and obviously you should try to also know the general meaning or translation of it because or even the precise translation because again that's going to help you to know exactly what you're saying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is why it is usually even when you're saying dua it is recommended that you actually say it um, in your mother tongue or uh, you know the language that you speak rather if, you, if Arabic is not your first language obviously do try to have some Arabic duas in there as well but sometimes it can be more useful to say it in your mother tongue uh, according to our research uh, from a Sheikh Hassan Ali lecture and the reason why is because you know what you're saying and your duas are going to be more deeper and it's going to be more connected so that would be my tip try to have like a dua list of where you can memorize with a translation and basically try to recite it in the little Qadr. I think the consistency is key and I think that's what you're trying to say and I think that's so important because Allah definitely loves things that you do consistently and not like one-off thing. Uh, but I I think that my fourth tip will be to pray in all nights equally and with the equal devotion and love that you have from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because any night could be potentially a Laylatul Qadr and you don't know until you actually have prayed enough and, you know, made your all of dhikr, all of istighfar, read your Quran and everything. And then you find out the next day that, you know, it could have been a Laylatul Qadr, but, you know, you didn't put like that much effort. So that can be a waste for your, I can say, the 10 days of Ramadan. So I think that praying in all nights equally with equal devotion and love for Allah, I think that will make your experience much more fruitful because it will show that you're not doing it for just one day. You're not waiting for that one day specifically. It will show to Allah that you love Him so much that you're willing to do it every single day in the last 10 days and get all of His rewards and love that He has for you and so that He forgives your sins, you know, He gives you all the things that you want and all the, and He also benefits and creates good things for you in the hereafter as well. So uh, that will be my fourth tip. And what's your last tip? Um, I definitely agree with your uh, tip of praying on all nights and keeping consistent um, as well and especially because some people like they sometimes neglect the even nights like for example the 22nd night the 24th night the 26th night and so on and um, instead they actually just pray on the odd nights and I think that's wrong like you should try to be consistent in all the nights as my sister said but I think my last tip of actually making the most out of Laylatul Qadr is to make sure that you spread your 
you're eating and drinking evenly throughout the night so basically instead of having a huge iftar meal especially the one that wants to make you break your wudu uh, try to actually um, have like a small meal and then uh, maybe that could be just a date and some water and then maybe a little bit of food and obviously try to follow the one third principle and then afterwards you could just go and do your acts of worship for maybe about one or two hours and then you might come back and eat a little bit more um, but just try to basically spread out your eating and drinking throughout the night instead of having your meal like full on like in once and then you're not able to really move like some people like really can't move afterwards and that's going to obviously make you more distracted and less uh, you know compelling for you to go and do your acts of worship so it is better to just spread your eating and drinking out throughout the night so so that would be my last tip on how to make the most out of Laylatul Qadr. I think we should make a, a podcast episode on what not to eat during iftar or something because I think people, many people do this mistake of eating too much and, you know, eating too much foods that might give you the gas a little bit down there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this, <laughs> okay, my first, my last tip uh, for to make the most out of Laylatul Qadr will be definitely to, if if you do this, I think everything else that we just said now, it will be counted. And that is definitely to avoid sinning because you can't afford to like read the Quran beside you and doing a sin at the same time because that's just that just doesn't work because that will be very counterproductive for you. And it's just wasting your time, energy and efforts. And also... If you keep doing sins, then obviously you're, you won't be able to get connected with Allah as you would if you don't sin, of course. So I think that avoiding sin, any kind of form, that could be looking at a picture that you should not be looking at, a video, or it could be a drama serial or it could be a movie or music anything that is you know going to take away from you know distract you to from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I think that it should be uh, moved away from you from at least for the last 10 days and I, I really hope and I really think that Allah will seize your efforts and he will see see how much you are devoted to him and avoiding sin will only get your rewards higher that is amazing and I definitely um, agree with your points and I think we've given some pretty good points and I'd just like to kind of summarize everything that we've said in case, you know, you forgot or something. Um, so... Um, I would just want to quickly say that Laylatul Qadr is a night of decree. It is when the Quran has come down and it is better than a thousand months. And if you can do it for even 10 years straight, that could be like, I mean, every Laylatul Qadr for 10 years, um, that could be about 830 years of worship that you've done. The signs that are for uh, Laylatul Qadr is that it starts from Maghrib to Fajr. It is not too hot, nor too cold. Um, your heart will feel more content and you'll feel more calmer. Uh, the next day, there'll be no Rain and the sun will come the sun will come very very nicely and it will just be shining a lot it will be very bright basically and when it comes to how to make the most out of Laylatul Qadr, our 10, tops our 10 top tips are that number one, uh, plan out your acts of worship and change it around. Number two, do some istighfar. Number three, do it privately or have one corner of the room where you're doing your acts of worship so you keep your intentions pure and sincere. Number four, try to remove distractions such as technology like your phone and your TV and things like that. Number five is when you pray, try to recite longer surahs and remember to know the meaning or the translation of it number six uh do some charity um whether that's zakah or maybe sadaka jariyah just try to do some sort of charity and uh that is number seven 
is memorize a different dua every single night or have a dua list um, that you can read. Number eight is pray on all the nights consistently and don't just neglect the even nights or anything. Pray consistently on all nights. Number nine is uh, make sure to spread your eating and drinking out throughout the ten nights uh, or sorry, throughout the night. That's what I meant. Oh, sorry. And um, the last tip is that you should try to avoid sins. So that is extremely important. Um, so now I'm going to actually be saying uh, a very nice uh, two verses from our very special surah, Surah Al-Qadr, which is devoted to Laylatul Qadr. And obviously there is a whole translation, but we took a short section from that verse or from that surah, which is, and I quote, the angels and the spirit descend therein by permission of their Lord for every matter. Peace it is until the emergence of dawn, end quote. And this is 97.4 uh, to 5. So those are the um, reference. And obviously this shows that the angels and specifically angel Gabriel will actually come down in Laylatul Qadr and this is the only time throughout the whole year that he comes down to earth and obviously angel Gabriel is the angel peace be upon him he's the only angel who's like the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just like Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him is the closest to Allah um, when it comes to prophets and humans so that is why we should be very grateful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending all the angels and it will bring peace to us um, until Fajr so that that is what the verse means that's our interpretation but alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you do not know we're trying our best to inshallah post a new episode every day of ramadan here on abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as google podcasts apple podcasts and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on please check out the description box below where we have some free gifts where you can follow us on instagram and also contact us in our email jazakallah khair for listening may allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time assalamu alaikum